0: This is Retro Sports Radio. Visit RetroSeasons.com
1: for more sports history.
2: This is Kyle Rode of the New York football giants, and in a few moments I'll tell you about my greatest sports thrill.
0: This is Harry Wismer. What you're about to hear is a transcribed story of one of pro football's outstanding players and an event our special guest, Kyle Roth, considers his greatest sports thrill. And Kyle himself is here to tell us all about it. But first, here is Bill Reddick with a message of interest from your United States Air Force.
1: Any great baseball star has years of practice and training behind him. Specialized training can pay off for you, too perhaps you're wondering where you can get the finest training leading to a bright career in the age of space. The answer is in the United States Air Force. It's true. The Air Force has the broadest and most complete range of space age training available. That's because the Air Force is in charge of thousands of jets, rockets, and missiles. In the years to come, Air Force participation in space projects will grow, and so will the number of career fields. So, Be wise. Join the Air Force for valuable training and bright career opportunities. In addition, you will have a chance for foreign travel, receive 30-day annual paid vacations, and other extras. Get the full story on the Air Force career tailored to your abilities. See your local Air Force recruiter soon. Now, back to Harry Wismer. For years, everybody has said
0: what a tremendous football player, Kyle Rhoda, the New York football giants would have been if he were physically sound. But it's hard to see how he could be better than he is. As a halfback, Kyle Rote is rated as the Giants' brightest star since the departure of Tuffy Lehman's. As a pass-catching end, he ranks as one of their best. Before Kyle Rote began to concentrate exclusively as an end, he was the Giants' biggest threat on a running play. Now there is no one on the Giant team close to Rote as a touchdown threat via a pass. Kyle Rote is the football Giants' captain and all-time pass-catching champion. As an end and halfback in the Pro League, Kyle Rote has been an extraordinary clutch player in an all-pro-choice four seasons. Kyle Rote received an enormous amount of publicity during his freshman season at Southern Methodist. He would be another Doak Walker, who was then the cock of the walk at SMU. With Walker and Rote, the Mustangs would be unbeatable, the sports writers said. Matty Bell, then head coach, said Rote had it in him to become the greatest back ever to come out of the Southwest. Kyle Rote made the SMU varsity as a sophomore in 1948. The 195 pound, 6 foot Santone Express was just a good journeyman football player in the beginning, but by midseason, confident and relaxed, he came into his own. Rote credits his quick development to Dope Walker, who acted as his friend and advisor right from the start. In the 1949 season, even though Kyle Rote played in Doak Walker's shadow again, he was murderous with the ball in his hand. He finished the season as the leading ball carrier in the Southwest Conference with 777 yards in 142 carries. But because he was in that Doak Walker shadow, his reputation remained more or less sectional. It was only after Walker was injured and Rote starred in the SMU-Notre Dame game that Kyle Rote made his reputation stand up on a national scale. That year, the Mustangs were the only team which stood between Notre Dame and its 38th straight game without defeat. One of the greatest college teams of all time, the Fighting Irish, by whipping or tying SMU, could drive home the last nail in their unbeaten season. The Cotton Bowl was jammed at kickoff time. The crowd of 75,457 was the largest to watch the 1949 Irish team. The magic name of Notre Dame had drawn football fans from all over the country. It quickly became evident that this was to be a colossal contest. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. The final score was Notre Dame 27, SMU 20. However, the Mustangs lost with honor. And Kyle Roth made the most magnificent showing of any player Notre Dame had met all season. Later, the Irish unanimously picked him on their all-opponent team. He was the only player to get every Notre Dame vote. Against the toughest team of all, Kyle Rote had virtually run wild. He had gained 115 yards running and 146 yards passing. He had scored three touchdowns, and he had punted for a great 48-yard average. In his senior year in 1950, Kyle Rote was already a living legend in the state of Texas. Everyone expected him, barring injury or illness, to make the All-America, and he didn't disappoint them. Kyle wrote never gave the prospect of playing professional football a thought until, much to his surprise, he was the number one draft choice of the New York Giants after the 1950 season. He suffered his knee injury before he played his first regular season game for the Giants. It took place in a practice scrimmage in Jonesboro, Arkansas. It was the kind of a start on his professional career that so easily could have discouraged the average rookie especially one entering the league so widely advertised. Kyle Rote played in only five games that season and showed only a few flashes of the skill that had enabled him to outrun and outwit enemy tacklers in college. There was, however, no discouraging this boy. After an operation on the knee, he was back for the 1952 season. Rote played in at least a few minutes of every game on the 12-game schedule that year. In 1953, he had trouble with the knee again and missed three games, but he has missed none since. It was during the 1955 season that Kyle Rote played his first game as an end. He had never played end before, at least not in pro ball, but he accepted the assignment cheerfully. The result is reflected in the New York Giant archives. Kyle Roth is the leading Giant pass receiver of all time. He also leads in total yardage and has made more touchdowns than any other active Giant. All this, mind you, with the left knee that plays tricks on him now and then, a knee from which most of the cartilage has been cut, a knee that at any given moment might give way and has plagued him since the late summer of 1951, which is a long time measured in pain and worry. Yes, Kyle Rote may have only one good knee, but he is a real giant, both as a football player and as a man. Now, before you meet our special guest, Kyle Rode in person, in an interview from Yankee Stadium in New York, and hear about his greatest sports thrill, here is a message of interest to all young men with an eye on the future.
1: High school graduates, have you ever met your local Air Force recruiter? If not, you'll be favorably impressed when you do. First of all, your local recruiter has all the facts and figures about the new age of space and the many interesting job openings in the Air Force. Your recruiter will point out the fine technical training available in over 40 career fields, and he'll give you the full story on the many space age advances being developed by the Air Force. For example, the radical new jet bombers and fighters, the X-15 space plane, the Titan intercontinental missile, The Air Force space-age picture is an exciting one, and it can also be especially rewarding for you. If, after seeing your local recruiter, you decide to join, you will serve with a fine group of men. So see your local recruiter today and find out about your place in the expanding space-age of tomorrow in the U.S. Air Force. And now, back
2: to Harry Wismer. Kyle wrote, What was your greatest sports thrill? Well, Harry, in 1949, when I was playing with Southern Methodist University, uh, we were to play the Fighting Irish from Notre Dame. And as I recall at that time, Notre Dame came down to Dallas to play us in the Cotton Bowl, and they were some 28 points favorites in that particular game. To build up the uh, real drama of the situation, Doak Walker, of course, who was everyone's All-America for three years at SMU, he was injured in the week's previous game and was unable to play that day. I had been playing wing back on our single wing formation and Doak had been playing the tailback. Well, for that particular game, as Doak was out, well, I was shifted back to the deep spot uh, where you had to run and also throw passes from that spot. Well, as the game uh, progressed, our luck increased and by the time the game was over, Notre Dame had won. It was 27 to 20, but at one time we had a chance to go ahead 21 to 20 when we had tied the score 20 and 20. And we missed the extra points, so it left the score tied at 20-20. And in the last few moments of the game, well, Notre Dame came from that 20-20 tie and scored the final touchdown to defeat us 27-20. But uh, that was one of the greatest Notre Dame teams, I think, that they have had. And as I say, we we felt lucky, and uh, it worked out that way. And even though we lost the game, Harry, well, I think that was one of our greatest thrills of playing that well against such a great ball club.
0: Kyle, what's the story on your shifting to end after having played in the backfield most of your college and pro career?
2: Well, my first four years as a professional, I did play halfback, and uh, the last four I've been playing as an end. And in my second year as a halfback with the Giants, well, I had a knee injury, and it uh, required surgery, and they cut the cartilages out of my left knee. And then the following year, I had my right knee torn up in in a game with Pittsburgh, So after about three years of trying to hobble around on two bad knees, well, the Giants and myself, I think, both by mutual consent, the shift was made to end, and I've been playing there ever since.
0: Kyle, would you say uh, one of the highlights of the 1958 pro season was the New York Giants defeating the Browns and the Colts two weeks in a row when they were both unbeaten?
2: Well, I'd certainly say so, Harry. I think that was probably our greatest thrill of the '58 season was beating those two clubs back-to-back like that. They both had truly fine clubs. We had a good club, and I think in both of those games we came from behind to win the two of them. I would agree that that's one of our finest thrills of the '58 season.
0: Kyle, you made a touchdown catch during the game against the Baltimore Colts that many people say was the best they ever saw. Tell us about it.
2: Well, I'd love to, Harry. That was, to me, also one of my greatest thrills in football. We had been playing, of course, the Colts that day, and we'd been running a certain pass route to where, I, playing left end, I would go down and in toward the goal post. And we ran that several times. And so I came back to the huddle and asked Charlie to throw me past where I went down and in. And then my final cut would be to go back out once I had the man going in toward the goalpost and cut back out away from him to the corner. So Charlie Connolly, our quarterback, consented to uh, call the play. And he called this play where I would go down and cut in and then cut back out, which we call our zig-out pattern. Other clubs have the same route. They might call it something else. But that's, uh, that was the, the route. So Charlie dropped back, and he had good protection, and he threw a perfect pass. He had to throw it far enough to get it over Milt Davis, the defending halfback's head, and also still short enough to where I could catch it. And he threw a perfect pass right into the corner, and I did have to leave my feet to catch it. But uh, it was one of the greatest thrills when that ball came down and stuck in my hands, and then we went on to win it.
0: Kyle, what is the funniest thing you've ever seen on a football field?
2: Well, there's one story about our defensive safety man, Emlyn Tunnell. Emlyn went to Iowa during his college days, and then I think he's been with the Giants, or he's been in professional football for some 12 or 13 years. Well, we were playing the Los Angeles Rams in 1952, and we opened the season out there with the Rams. We had been studying all week long, trying to stop the potential uh, touchdown threats of the great end Elroy Hirsch, who was playing in for the Rams at the time. The quarterback for the Rams was Norm Van Brocklin. Well, late in the third quarter, I think the score was quite close, and our defensive safety man, Emlyn Tunnell, was defending against Elroy Hirsch, and we'd been working all week long, not letting Hirsch get behind Tunnell. And so, sure enough, during the third quarter, well, Hirsch goes downfield and goes through his repertoire of fakes, and he goes right by Tannell and catches this long touchdown pass from Norm Van Brocklin. And, of course, that put him ahead... And as Tonnell came off the field, well, Steve Owen, who was our coach at the time, collared Tonnell and was talking to him going back to the bench. And he was saying, Tonnell, why in the world did you let Hirsch get behind you? We've been working on it all week. Why in the world did you let him beat you? And as they went back to the bench, he just kept asking Tonnell, why did you let him beat you? And so Tonnell finally got to the bench and he said, Coach, he said, you know, the Rams are paying Hirsch $20,000 a year. And you people are only paying me $7,000. He's supposed to beat me.
0: Well, thank you very much, Kyle Rote, to the New York Giants, one of pro football's outstanding players.